Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Talked about all sorts of stuff, whether it was a decision by the Colorado Supreme Court about Trump and being on the ballot or uh, someone's mad via text about me. Uh, saying my kids were stupid. Now, I didn't mean my kids are literally stupid, but the ages they are, they're not at peak intelligence yet. So when you say, oh, stupid people use bad words, that's why kids will experiment with this stuff because they don't know better yet. I don't tell my kids they're stupid. I, I imply it a lot, though. We have a caller who I believe is, wants to call me out for something I said that they disagree with. Good morning. Hello. What's your name? Angelo from Madison. Oh, it's Angelo. Angelo, you're upset with me? No, who said that? But Johnny, Johnny Lucas said uh, that we have a caller. I didn't even know it was Angelo, Johnny. Um, the uh, Okay, I'm sorry. Hey, good morning. How are you? He said there's a caller who uh, disagrees with something you said. I bet yeah, I don't... and you know what it is? What is it? Well, you're not alone because we're listening, and there's a lot of people out there listening. You got Johnny and me listening. And uh, it's all I need. Okay. Uh, I'm listening. No, hang on. Hang on. Johnny's listening to Celtic Woman along with old uh, Warner Brothers cartoons. It's a very strange mix of what he does in that movie. Do you blame them? I'll tell you what. They're good, them (laughs) Celtic women. Hey, I just want to tell you about the trains, man. Before you get to that, real quick. What I had said earlier about being alone. I, I don't want anyone who didn't hear it to misunderstand. I was just saying with Nancy out. And Brian Hughes out. This is the first time I've been alone in this studio, physically alone, uh, without someone here in a couple years, I think. Maybe it's happened once or twice, but I used to do it every day. So uh, by the time uh, 8 o'clock rolls around, I should be you know, back in the groove. That's all I was saying. But I appreciate what you're saying. Thank you for everyone who is listening. You are there. And we're a team. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah bro. I'll tell right. you. Uh, About the train. Me- what did you want to say? Yeah, I want to get to the trains here. I worked from Scranton and Netcong, New Jersey, and from uh, before they closed the tracks there. And then I worked from Scranton to Syracuse. First of all, every every year they say, ah, in five years, and now they're saying, yeah, in five years. It's always five years, five years. I worked on them tracks. I did everything from carrying a 100-pound Yankee bar, pulling spikes out by hand to running uh, uh, multi-million dollar machines. And I'm telling you something right now. It's going to take a long time to fix that track, oh, yeah. especially, especially if they're going to have Amtrak. Now, I'll tell you what, the the crews that we I worked with, 
they were top notch, and now they got crews that are top notch also. But it takes a long time, Jason. I worked uh, train wrecks. I they, the uh, the uh, tunnel got caved in. I put the ties and and switches. Me and Dave Lucarine, God rest his soul. Uh, on the on the bridge uh, yeah. at Nicholson, I'm telling you, bro, it takes a long time Angela, to fix these tracks. A couple things. Number one, I think the difference this time is there's is the big infrastructure bill was passed. Is that there's money out there for this and it's being allocated. So so could that all fall through? Absolutely, it could. It could even get started and then stopped if uh, you know a, a different administration comes in. So that that could happen. Some of the money could get messed up. So it could definitely fall through, right? Uh, to your other point about, you know, it's going to take a lot of work to fix the tracks. Uh, it is my understanding, and I'd have to double check to make sure that when they're doing this, they're going to be, you know, it's not going to be fix the old track. It's going to be laying new track, which is how they're going to do it. They're not going to, you know, they're just going to make sure they have a new track down. So it's going to be new track versus repairing old track. I, again, I could be wrong and there could be some areas where that's the case, but I, I'm pretty sure it's new track all the way through. Oh, absolutely. But some of the old track will have to stay there also because, you know, you got, you got cutoffs and turns and, and, you know, sure. you've got to go into the stations and, and I'm telling you, man, you want to see a beautiful train station. You go to Gooseboro. They remodeled that whole thing. I was stationed there for six months. And, uh, you know, we had to travel from Gooseboro all the way up to Mount Pocono and back. Yeah. That was our section to take care of. You got to take a ride with your family, man. And you check that out. It, it is absolutely beautiful up there. Uh, you know, they got a gift shop in there. Yeah. I, I don't know if you were ever there with your family, but I, your kids get into it, man. I, you know? I, I think I've been, you mentioned, of, of the towns you've mentioned, I've been to Netcong. That's home of Wild West City, right? Yeah. Remember yeah, that? It's, I have a very, yeah, sorry, very, yeah. very bad memories of Wild West City because I missed something, and it's been a bit, a bit of strife between me and my father for forty-five years now. Um, it's not good. Um, it's an inside story. Maybe someday I'll share it. It's not that bad, actually. Angelo, I have a question for you. Go ahead, bro. Christmas Eve on the way. Christmas uh, coming up. Um, you know, five days. Teresa, your wife, great cook, right? Oh, the best. Has she started cooking yet? Oh yeah, for three days now she's been. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a, yeah, I, I went from three hundred and fifty-five pounds down to two seventy, and I'm the official taste tester. Yeah, I think I gained ten pounds in three days. Honestly, you sound a little more dense this morning, and I mean that from a mass. No, you sound the same, Angelo. You're one of you're one of my joys. That when I come to work every day, I can't say we. You know, I'm every time I hear that you're on the phone, and it would have been nice to know this time, Mister Mister uh, Mister, listening to his cartoons in there. Um, yeah, no, we're, su we're surprising you. That was that was on purpose. That's on me, the, not on John. No, it's all. It probably was just a miscommunication, and frankly, he may have told me, and I just wasn't listening. That happens too. The only uh, negative, the only thing I got to call you out on is uh, how dare you call before seven a.m. My wife drives to work, and when she hears you, she texts me. She gets so excited. Yeah, I heard Angelo tell him I said hi. So she I missed did. she missed your call today. But my wife, uh, uh, Angelo, is a very charismatic guy, both on the phone and in person. And my wife uh, said, uh, "You're lucky." He's married and a bit older, and uh, yeah, because I would fall for that guy. No, she didn't say that. She didn't say that part, but she she did. She, you remind her of a lot of her uh, her Colorini relatives here in uh, in uh, northeastern Pennsylvania. So. Hey, I'll tell you, I can't help it. Everybody loves me. What could I say? Hey, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Um, yeah. 
Hey, Angelo, I'm starting to lose my voice talking. Yeah, I got to go. <clears throat> Excuse me. I feel like something, I'm coming down with something, and I hope that's not the case. But Merry Christmas, all that good stuff. I'll be off. So Happy New Year if I don't talk to you. And uh, thank you for calling in, sir. Bona, 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 bona. That means good. Good Christmas. Bona Natale. Bona Natale. And as far as cursing, Jason, <laughs> nobody ever knows when I'm cursing because I always curse in Italian. They don't know what the yeah. heck I'm I have a friend. I have a friend named Vito who wants to call you out on that because he's from Italy and he knows exactly what you're saying and finds you very, very rude. No, uh, have a good day, man. Good talking to you. Okay, See you. Yep, There's Angelo and Madison. But he's got, well, he's got something to say, and I'm not making it up. My, my wife will text me. I missed Angelo. She, she won't know. So if you see her, don't tell her. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.